Hi, everyone. Welcome. We got lots of questions today. I'll try my best to answer them for you. Thank you once again for your messages. This podcast is so much more enjoyable for all of us when it's interactive. If you left a message to reach me or to find out about signing up, please call me at 646-498-6696. Please call me directly. For quick questions, like the ones I'll be answering now, just leave me a message. First question, I have a sensitive stomach. I don't believe in doctors. How can I help myself? So my answer is that the key to solving a problem is knowing the problem. A good doctor can give you a good diagnosis. He might not have good advice on healing because doctors are medical. However, go to the doctor and find out what the issue is, and then we can work out a plan for you. It makes a very big difference if you're allergic to food or just sensitive to a food. In this area, a doctor can be helpful. Question. The only weight loss plan that works for me is very low calorie restricted diets. For that reason, a yo-yo diet because it's too hard for me to go on little food. So this is actually a very typical question. The mistake we have is that low calorie equals little food. My program is designed to disprove this myth. You can eat enough food to satisfy you and stick to a low calorie limit with the right food choices. So rather than counting your calories, Stick to making good food choices, such as eating energy-dense food rather than empty calories. Energy-dense food, like, for example, vegetables, are loaded with all the nutrients and energy that you need without overloading on calories. So even if you don't love vegetables, start by finding some that you like, and slowly your taste buds will adjust to eating a bigger variety of vegetables. There was a comment that about baking and cooking vegetables makes it much easier on the stomach. I eat a lot of vegetables this way. It's a great alternative to raw vegetables, which is harder on the stomach. Soup is wonderful too. So thank you for that comment. So here you have it from someone who is sensitive to vegetables and you can still eat right. Question, sourdough bread. What's your take on it on your plan? So what I like about sourdough is that the recipe contains minimal ingredients. If it's made with whole flour, then it's a very good bread option. We keep away from white flour on my program. Another point with sourdough is that the commercial ones cannot be trusted. As long as there's no ingredient label, it may contain sugar. Question. You say eating fruit is healthy, so I do that. I love fruit. I cut up a few fruits, a large container, and eat all of it at once, but I feel like I'm gaining from it because otherwise I do eat healthy. Do you think the sugar in the fruit is making me gain or not? And what can I do to lose weight? Fruit is a great snack since it's 100% natural and high in fiber, so it is your best choice for a snack. If you feel like you're gaining from it, you may need to follow a structured plan in order to lose weight. Question, I avoid drinking water because no time to use the facilities. So on my program, it's recommended to drink only according to how much you're eating to aid in the digestion of the food. So if you'll be out on the street, then what you can do is eat a juicy fruit or just watery vegetables that contain enough of its own water, and that way they can be digested well without drinking too much water. Question, is it okay to eat healthy carrot cake or zucchini cake for breakfast and lunch made with whole wheat flour and stevia and no oil? The cake is mostly vegetables. Can I use this instead of bread? It's delicious and filling. Also, do you allow starch for snack or only fruits and nuts? So firstly, the cake you mentioned sounds like a very good food idea. If you'd like, you can share the recipe for all of us to enjoy. With snacking, is starch allowed or only fruits and nuts? It's very individual what to eat. I can say that every client eats differently according to their schedule and their needs. 
Next question. Is apple cider allowed? I like to mix with water in order to get my water. Is there a limit to fruit? I love fruit and I eat a lot more than two to four recommended servings a day. Is it a problem to eat a lot of fruit? All right, so firstly about the apple cider, it's okay to add some natural juice to your water just for a flavor, and the juice should be just a tenth of the water. In regards to your question about how much fruit to eat, fruit is not specifically limited. However, how much you will be eating on the plan depends on what else you're eating. Next question, eating fruit at night, is it the same as eating other foods at night, or is it more digestible? Is it okay to eat fruit at night? So fruit is recommended if you're having an after-dinner snack. It probably is your best choice. Next, why do you say when you eat salad with croutons and craisins that it causes discomfort? If I do whole wheat croutons, what's wrong with it? And craisins, what's the problem? Does it contain too much sugar? So nothing compares to natural food. When you replace croutons and craisins, which contain added ingredients, and you replace it, with, let's say, slivered almonds for a crunch and plain raisins, this is so much healthier. It's these little things that make a really big difference. Question. I'm wondering about a rule you mentioned about if something grows and it's a single-ingredient food, it can be too bad for you. So what about potatoes? Why are potatoes an exception? Now, the issue with potatoes is that it's high on the glycemic index. The carbs are quickly absorbed. Even though a potato is a complex, healthy carb, the carbs are digested faster than other complex carbs. At the same time, I'll mention that if you have a choice between potatoes and pasta, since we look to eat natural whole foods, potatoes would definitely be a better choice than pasta. Next question. I just listened for the first time. When I listen to the podcast, I feel like it's not talking to humans. How can it be after enjoying food for years, good food should not be addictive? How can your program help me achieve that? What ideas do you have to get to the point to not want to eat cake, but rather eat the salad? Okay, so the feelings of deprivation is a sign that you're addicted to food. If you don't smoke, do you feel deprived when you don't have a cigarette? If you're not a drug addict, do you, do you ever crave drugs or feel deprived when you don't have drugs? If you're not an alcoholic, do you feel deprived when you don't have alcohol? Do you crave alcohol? Of course not. Feelings of deprivation is a sign of addiction. This is something we all deal with, in regards to food, unless you consciously weaned yourself. So much of what we eat is just because the food is available. Even if you're on a really great eating plan, you may still be eating more than you really need, just because the food is there. So Baruch Hashem, the food is available, but this is a challenge that comes along with it. We lost touch of our real nutrition needs. We lost touch of true hunger. And that's the reason that we link weight loss with deprivation. Of course, some fancy dessert looks exciting anytime, but when you're not addicted to food, you have complete and full control over if you will eat, how much you will eat, when you will eat. I'll share personally that in my previous state of addiction, one of the foods that had complete control over me was cheesecake. And I didn't see it as an issue though. Whenever I came across cheesecake, there was just no saying no. Since I embarked on my clean eating path, I have no relationship with this food. It doesn't talk to me anymore. And when I do decide to treat myself, it doesn't taste so good to me anymore, which makes the cheesecake be fully under my control. Now, before I go on, I want to make something very clear. Control is a word that may be positive and it may be negative. The question is, what is the source of that control? If it's coming from a pressure to be a certain size or a goal to be a specific number on the scale, 
then it's not necessarily a positive thing to be in full control. And besides, it makes it a much bigger struggle. We want a control that's coming from a deep appreciation for our wonderful and precious bodies, a control that's coming from, I want to take care of my health. I don't want to eat damaging foods. Once that source of the control is healthy, then the struggle becomes surmountable and yes, possible and doable for humans. You asked for ideas on how to make this change. My answer to you is that desperate times call for desperate measures. If the use of sugar is being abused, then the only solution is complete abstinence. I'm not underestimating this change. Abstaining from sugar is definitely difficult in the beginning, that's for sure. And that's a service I offer. I'll coach you through it, walk you through it, and you'll be forever grateful you made this lifestyle change. Question. I like salad, but only with dressing. Is it beneficial to eat it with all that dressing, or rather, should I skip the salad? I don't like sugar substitutes, and I don't use sugar-free dressing. So firstly, anytime you're having vegetables, is amazing. If the dressing contains sugar... The base of your food is still vegetables, which is very good. It's anytime better than eating pasta for sure. However, the sugar definitely does its damage. So sugar substitutes are not the only option. There are dressings that contain no added sweeteners at all, such as, let's say, a pesto dressing or a lemon garlic dressing, a dill dressing. There are these dips and dressings that do not need to be sweetened, and they're really tasty and delicious. So you can try that. Question. Is it okay to start this program in advanced pregnancy or is it too hard or not healthy? And where would I start? What are the main foods to avoid? My program is 100% healthy, balanced, and recommended at any age or stage. It is an adjustment. You're asking where to start. Probably the best option for you now is simply to replace refined starch with whole starch. So here are some examples. Replace cake or cookies with oatmeal. Replace pasta with rice, brown rice. Have a sweet potato instead of a white potato. Make these little changes, it can make a very big difference. Question, you recommend having fruit in the morning to jumpstart your system. Why not start the day with protein as opposed to fruit? Fruit spikes the sugar and crashes soon after, making you feel sluggish. Why not eat protein to level the blood sugar? Protein brings up sugar levels slowly and keeps it even throughout the day, as long as you feed yourself protein regularly every two to three hours. All right, so I'll agree with you about protein being more even energy. On the other hand, fruit on an empty stomach in the morning has a positive effect. The sugar spike kind of wakes up the system. Fruit provides valuable enzymes, fiber, and prebiotics to trigger digestive juices in our stomach and wash out old waste. Protein, on the other hand, especially animal protein, let's say like eggs, contains no fiber and it's hard to digest. So nothing compares to starting the day with a good cleanse. And we actually feel much more energetic and less sluggish when we cleanse properly. That's the real key to feeling good. Question. What's the concept of eating differently according to different times of the month, according to the monthly cycle? The idea of that is just to give us the nutrients we need. For example, during menstruation, we may experience a dip in iron levels. But as long as you eat generally balanced, then our body can handle these changes without our conscious input. All right, I hope I got to all of your questions now. If I missed one, please feel free to leave a message. We're heading into a month of Yamim Taivim, Baruch Hashem. I'll just end with one piece of advice for Yantiv season. My advice to you is, some of you may guess, 
don't forget to eat vegetables. If it's not traditionally part of your meal, it's not something your family does, then get creative on how and where to stick in those veggies. It makes all the difference when you fill up on vegetables. Cook and prepare in advance. Every meal should have a vegetable. You can do just vegetables from the chicken soup or you can do fresh, just, just munch on, the sal- on, on lettuce if you didn't have a chance to prepare anything more sophisticated than that. You can use frozen vegetables. You don't even have to cook, or cook anything in advance. You just buy ready frozen bags of stir fry and all kinds of mixed vegetables. There's such a variety in the freezer and just defrost the bag overnight in your fridge. And if your oven is on a low number and it needs a good few hours in the oven, stick it in to the oven in the morning before you, let's say, go to oven. And then by the time the meal comes around, you have delicious vegetables to add to your meal. So this is just an idea. Additionally, there are lots of good vegetable ideas in my full recipe compilation, which is available either via email or in print to pick up at my office. You can reach me about the recipes directly at 646-498-6696 or email scheindelunger at gmail. That's S-H-E-I-N-D-E-L-U-N-G-E-R at gmail. If you didn't join my recipe email list where you receive a free weekly recipe, you can do so by emailing, once again, my email, scheindelunger at gmail. Wishing all of you, my dear listeners, a kasiva fachasima taiva. Thank you for listening and have a healthy year.